Welcome back to CEO Money. I'm Michael Yorba. Thanks for joining with me. All right, my guest today is Kirk Chisholm. He is the principal at Innovative Advisory Firm, or Advisory Group, excuse me. Kirk, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Michael. All right. You do real out-of-the-box stuff, and I wanted the audience to know that right out of the gate. Uh, give us a background on what your company does and what makes you so much different than everybody in your field. Sure. Yeah. So we're a, we're a wealth management firm. I run an independent investment advisory uh, firm. Uh, Full-service wealth management is probably similar in many ways to what other firms do, but we're very unique in the way that we're also focused on um, alternative assets that are held inside of retirement accounts. Mm -hmm. That's something that's very unique about us that other people are not uh, not really, well, they say they don't understand. I'd say less than 10% of IRA holders even know that that can be done. So that's a huge part of what we do um, that differentiates us. Um, so yeah, I don't know, we could start with that if you like. I would. I, I wanted to dive into that because the alternative assets are a big, hot item. Um, there's more innovation in that part of the world. And now that you're able to do that with retirement plans, which are normally so structured that you can't even get in there, that separates you from everybody. B break down the types of alternative assets you work with and how you work through the bureaucracy and the red tape to be able to make sure that people can access this because it, it means a lot more money in a lot different fashion of diversification for the retirement funds. Yeah, so, I mean, we work with different kinds of retirement plans. So we have uh, IRAs, 401ks, SEPs, SIMPLES. I mean, there's a whole host of them. But really, the retirement plans are very similar um, in most regards mm -hmm. in that you can put away money, you can put it away tax-deferred, meaning that you get a deduction for putting money into the retirement account, and you get to tax-defer all the money inside of that account until you withdraw it at the age of retirement. Um, which case you do have to pay taxes on it, but all that money compounds uh, tax deferred. There are also uh, retirement accounts called Roth IRAs, which I know a lot of people like because you never have to pay taxes on them again. So you put in the money after tax and you grow it. And then when you take it out, it comes out tax free. So I think for a lot of people, that's a really attractive opportunity for them because, you know, they're looking for some, um, some ways to defer tax or, or, you know, especially if you're getting income, you know, let's say you're, I know in this environment that doesn't exist, but let's say you're getting like 7% income and you have to pay taxes on that every year. Uh, that kind of hits you in the pocketbook. That's not something that a lot of people want to pay more in income tax. So in many cases, putting that in your retirement account can be advantageous. Um, we find that a lot of our clients' investments uh, go outside of the you know, the traditional stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. And many of those tend to be uh, income-producing investments, whether it's real estate or private mortgages, tax liens, structured settlements. You know, a lot of these things produce income. So you know, a lot of people want to shelter that income, and there's retirement accounts are a good way to do that. Give us an idea of the types of products that are in the alternative side that people can access through their retirement plans with you. So I want to, I guess, make this point because I think it's important is that we don't sell product. Um, 
And I know most people think of investments as products in some ways they are, but I think people should be focused less on the product side of it and more on the opportunity side of it. So for instance, I know that investing in tax liens is a really good uh, asset class. Um, we don't sell it as a product. We look at it as a way that we can invest our clients' assets into you know, something that is has a good risk to reward uh, measure. So for instance, um, you're asking the type of, of investments, things like private mortgages, real estate, tax liens, cryptocurrencies, private company stock, um, airspace, water rights, farm animals. Um, I mean, you name it. There's uh, gold, silver. There's a whole host of assets that people can invest in inside of their retirement accounts that they're probably not even familiar with. And, you know, if you look at people like Mitt Romney, who has over $100 million in his IRA, uh, he didn't do that by investing in stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. He did that by employing some tactics that he was a specialist in, and he used that inside his retirement account. Now he has this, you know, nine-figure retirement account, which is a pretty nice way to retire. What are some of the more aggressive and some of the more creative types of assets, alternative assets, that you've seen go into these retirement products you you work with people on? So I think for, you said, most aggressive, um, I don't, I wouldn't characterize it necessarily in that way. Um, because if you're looking at investments, we look for what is the best risk to reward for our clients' investments. So I would say cryptocurrencies are pretty aggressive, or at least yeah. they were. Um, you know, I, I don't know that that's necessarily a good investment now, but there'll be times where it is, uh, just like gold and silver or anything. You know, there are good and bad moments. Um, so in terms of aggressive investments, we don't really look at it that way. What, some of my favorite investments, though, are definitely real estate related. Um, everybody knows real estate. It's a very common asset class. It's something people can understand and comprehend. Uh, either you live someplace, you rent or you buy, but you understand the dynamics of it. Uh, personally, I like private mortgages. I think they're very simple for most people where you're able to get a good income and you don't have to deal with the hassle of being a landlord. Um, and if you can get some good yields doing that, I think it's great. You're, you're getting, you're getting good income. Tax liens, as I mentioned, are one of my favorites. You get a great risk to reward, um, on that, you know, the, you're very, you're very high up in the, on the lien structure. So you're one of the first people to get paid back. Uh, if somebody defaults and in some states like Florida, you can get up to 18%, in some cases more if you're, if you know what you're doing. So uh, that's also one of my favorites, but mainly the ones related to real estate uh, tend to be some of the more common ones. Right. Well, what I meant was, is you're not selling product. So it's, it's up to the client, the type of asset they'd like to put into that retirement plan. And you open the door to create more options for the variety of assets that can go into the retirement plan, because you mentioned, uh, let's say, a cryptocurrency that can be either passive, in other words, it's very quiet, not a lot of movement, or sometimes they're very aggressive. And then there are some other, let's say, very exotic investments that the client wants in their account. And I wanted to know what 
is the framework that allows you to, um, if you will, get outside of the normal box, stocks, bonds, mutual funds that most people put into their account that allows you that type of latitude, that type of freedom to be able to work with your clients on a more encompassing basis. Does that, does that make sense on that question I'm asking you? Um, sort of. You're asking how we can be more creative. Is that yeah. what you're what you're getting at? How you get more latitude so, of something that's always so structured? So yeah. So we any investment we look at, we're looking at what is the how can we make the most of this? Mm -hmm. So for instance, you might look at investing in real estate, making five percent a year on that. You might say, well, that's pretty boring. Okay. Well, with the retirement account, that's one way that people invest in it. You could also look at it and say, well, what if you bought and flip property? Instead of making 5%, you make 30 or 40%. Um, what if you did that two or three times a year? So, you know, there are creative ways that we do it. And I go back to the Mitt Romney example. He didn't get there by not being creative. Right. Um, he got there because he understood the rules and he knew how to be creative. Uh, you can look at, um, I'd say the top 314 IRAs by size in the U.S., the average balance is $250 million in each of those 314 accounts. So these people didn't get there because they're not being creative. They didn't buy and hold. They did it because they were going within the rules. They were growing their accounts. Um, if I wanted to buy a widget for $5 and sell it to you for $100, that's a pretty hefty return. You know, if I could do that a few few times a year, then I'm making some pretty good returns there. And that's pretty scalable depending on the size of the asset. So there are creative ways that you can shelter it. And, you know, when you get up to kind of the high finance level, a lot of those people play around in that in that pool because they're looking to shelter income. They're looking to shelter capital gains from taxes if they can. Now, eventually you'd have to pay them with a traditional IRA, but effectively you're 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 trying to defer as much as you can to a later date and there's a huge advantage to that especially with a Roth where you never have to pay it again so if you're making a few hundred percent returns a year on a, an account you never have to pay taxes on that's that's pretty awesome it I mean is. look at Peter Thiel Peter Thiel had a his Roth IRA he owned Facebook for pennies a share it's got to be worth you know a few hundred million dollars at least in just his Roth IRA with just that one investment so that's stuff you never have to pay taxes on. That's pretty powerful. It is. It is. All right. We're out of time for our interview today, but I want to have you back and we can drill down more into some of the high level topics we spoke about today. Thanks for being my guest on today's show. Great. Thanks for having me on, Michael. My pleasure. All right. You've been watching CEO Money with Michael Yorba. Thanks for watching. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.